Well, welcome to Anchor Church, everybody. Wednesday night midweek service. We're so glad that you're here. And uh, obviously, I'm not Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim is away at a prayer conference this week, and uh, and it's a, a blessing for him to be able to go and get refreshed and get filled up uh, during the week. And, and we're just so thankful for him and him pouring the word into us. And it's uh, it's an honor to to be here and and teach from the book tonight. Um, tonight we're going to go over uh, chapter 14, continue where Pastor left off. Um, or, well, I actually start up the new chapter. He finished uh, chapter 13 last week. And so we're going to chapter 14 of The Guide Inside by Mark Brzee. Um, and we're just, uh, we're just moving on. This week the, the chapter starts on page 211. And, um, and the chapter is entitled, Led to Prosper. So we're talking about being led by the Spirit of God. Now, this one, um, you know, Pastor and I talked a lot about it in preparing, and, and it's, it's awesome to, to think about how God leads us. And it's good and it's foundational to know what God wants for our lives. So, uh, every time I've taught, I, I kind of go back to the foundations. Who is God? What does He want for our lives? And what can we believe about, about God and His Word? So, foundational, we believe that God wants all men to be saved, right? We believe that God wants all men to be healed and walk in divine health and healing. And we believe that God wants us to prosper. Um, 3 John uh, verse 2 says, um, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things that you do and be in health just as your soul prospers. So, although um, John is talking about prospering in his soul and prospering in good health, he says that he wants you to prosper in all things in your life. Uh, I looked up the, the uh, CSB, uh, Christian Standard Bible, it says, Dear friend, I pray that you are prospering in every way and, in, and are in good health. So prospering in every way really means that we can prosper um, in our spirit, our soul, our body, our finances, in our time, our health. So, so really every area. And we're going we're gonna to look into this and see how God wants us to prosper financially tonight and see what, what the Bible says about it. Um, and then, and then he, he really hits it home on the first couple pages about, you know, learning and understanding how God views prosperity and how he, he views finances and just like in, in, with healing, right? So when Jesus went about, he went about preaching, teaching and healing. And so in pro, with prosperity, some people can can go you know way overboard and and think like uh, Pastor Mark always tells a joke you get all you can can all you get and sit on the can well that's not the type of prosperity we're talking about the prosperity that we're talking about is is a blessing in every area of life so um, so uh, Mark Brzee talks about how we need good solid teaching on prosperity and and what that looks like. 
And I really believe, you know, Pastor Tim does a phenomenal job teaching us on, on uh, tithes and offerings and giving. And, and so we're going to talk about being led in, in some of our financial things. Uh, a story that really hit me um, while I was going to Bible school is how, um, how Brother Hagen would, would talk about being led in finances, be led to give, be led to invest. And, and I think in one of his visions, the Lord had told him that he wants to bless him financially, but he doesn't want him to seek after money. So when you seek first the kingdom of God, all these other things will be added. So let's get into it. Um, again, starting on page uh, 211 um, is really where it starts off. And you see the, the uh, reference to 3 John verse 2. Um, but really the uh, prosperity that we're looking at is the fact that God wants to supply all of our needs. So Philippians 4.19 says, And my God shall supply all of your need according to his riches in the glory of Christ Jesus. So that's a, that's a fundamental truth that God wants to supply for every need that you have. And as we go on through this chapter, hope, hopefully we get all the way through it, but we'll see how God wants to supply the needs of so many in, in his word, um, different lives that we'll see in the Bible. But, but he, he kind of gives some testimony about how God supplied his need and, and what that looks like in his life. Um, so some of that, because it's his testimony, I'll let you read that. But I'll share... Um, you know, some, some testimonies from my life. And then also, I, th I thought this part was awesome and what prosperity looks like in different countries because, you know, here in the U.S., we are blessed. You know, even if you're poor, 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 you're still blessed more than uh, many other nations. Um, but he talks about how when he went to, um, I believe it was the, the Philippines, and he started, oh no, he's talking about um, Tanz Tanzania, Uganda, and, and Kenya, and how when he went over there and started teaching on prosperity and, and how God can meet every need, the people grabbed a hold of that to the point where, you know, at first they didn't have shoes. And they started believing, putting their faith on, on uh, who God is and that God wants them to prosper. And pretty soon, everybody in that church had shoes on and they, were, they had uh, adequate covering over their feet and then to the point where the, it wasn't just about shoes but pretty soon they had bicycles mm -hmm. and then you know god god met their need let them go out preach the gospel and bicycles got them out further from just where they're where they're living and then even a step beyond that they got motorbikes and you know <laughs> kj and, and flynn and i are are uh, biking a lot lately and man, it's, it's a lot of work to, to bicycle even, especially in, in hills and different, different terrain. So how much of a blessing is it to go with a gospel on a motorbike where you can go even further than, than you could by walking or even pedaling a bike? So, so that's just one area where God wanted the people blessed and he took them from one level to another. And all the while, they were looking to God to meet their need and they saw him bless uh, above and beyond. 
So, um, so that is, that's a one, one particular instance. Um, Pastor Mark tells a similar story about how when he started going to uh, Papua New Guinea, where, you know, most of the people there had uh, dirt floors and they not, you know, thatch roof houses and things like that. And they went to this church and this church was poor, but they wanted to sow a seed into Mark Hankins ministry. And so when they did, they latched hold of the, the spirit of faith and was, was led in that relationship. And since then, their church has grown. It's exploded. They put a metal roof on the building. Um, they built out some, some dormitories so that they could have speakers come and teach the word and they could house them there. And, and so when you grab hold of the spirit of faith and you're, you're relying on God, he's going to bring you up to a level where uh, his word can go forth and, and build up and, and strengthen people. Um, so that's a couple areas. <clears throat> and then uh, um, let's see here. So, so again, the next section he talks about on, on page 212 is about teaching. So we are, pastor does a phenomenal job and he had a whole series on on um, our confession, our confession of faith and being led by the Spirit of God. So when we're taught the word, then we have a firm foundation to stand on. So if you, if you haven't been taught, if you're listening and, and you, you haven't been a part of Anchor Church or you haven't heard the word on, on prosperity and, and God's blessing, then find a place where you can get filled up on the word and hear from God's heart about how he wants to bless you and his heart on, on that. And then, um, and then go through a stage, go through a, a time of teaching on being led by the Spirit of God. Um, because being led by the Spirit of God is definitely one of the most important things in life. Is when you, when you know the voice of God, and the Bible says you do know him, if you are born again, a child of God, you know his voice. The Bible says that, that his sheep know his voice and a stranger's voice they will not follow. John 14, 17 says that you know him, the spirit of truth uh, the Lord has given you. He hasn't given you a spirit of this world that you don't know, but he, he has come to be in you and you know the voice of the Holy Spirit. So when you can grab hold of the words, stand on, stand on that in your life, then you can grab hold of his word in every area. Um, so when you mix uh, good teaching and the leading of the Spirit of God, you're, you won't go wrong. I mean, that's, that's a recipe for, for success in every area of life, is when you have good, solid foundation, you mix faith with, what you, with the word that you heard, and, and you're led by his Spirit. He's going to he's going to take you to new places, and it's going to be awesome. It's a fun ride. Um, so let's skip ahead. Um, when you have you ever been in a situation where something just burns on the inside of you, and and you know it's the spirit of God leading you to do something. <clears throat> so there's times like that, and then there's also times where, um, you know, there's there's a persuasion, 
and and things like that. A lot of people have been have been hurt by different financial things. Um, Pastor might teach on that a little bit more next week. Um, but but when you truly know that it's the Spirit of God on the living on the inside of you, leading you in every area of life, then you know when He's leading you or He's prompting you to to give and be a blessing in life. Um, and and we've had we've had times like that, you know, especially moving out to to help um, help plant the church and and work with Anchor Church. It's it's like there were some challenging times that we faced, but but when when we looked to um, the word that God had given us on coming out here, then we had solid foundation of hey, you can do this. You can be blessed in your job, blessed, you know, wherever you go. And, and so it's not always easy. It, it stretches your faith. Um, but, but there's a comfort and a rest. Pastor has taught on this over and over that, that those who are in faith enter into rest. So your mind maybe spinning out of control. I don't understand this. I don't know what's going on. Uh, I don't, I don't have this to, to give right now, but I feel the Spirit of God on the inside of me just urging me, nudging me to, to do this. It, it's not, it doesn't always make sense to your head, but the Spirit of God will always, always lead you in, in the right direction. And he gives, um, he gives story after story about that, um, how he gave down to zero in his bank account or down to zero and and uh and the lord took care of him prospered him uh leah and i have stories like that i know pastor has stories like that where he um he was at a, a conference one time and he felt led to to give these give these rhema students some money and and it wasn't this you know the easiest thing wasn't the the easiest time to do it but he was obedient and man did he get a blessing so um so God will always reward uh, the willing in the obedient heart. Um, he he goes over and and this is what what was awesome to me as I read through this. It was it was very refreshing to to read um, and hear on it. But he said he said the most important thing is to is to have a solid word to stand on uh, when when you're sowing. Because if when you uh, a couple a couple of weeks ago at church, um, I got up and and just doing announcements, but but something came on me and I said I said get ready to give like you believe God, and when you give or sow or deal with money in a way where you're believing God, it's it's going to bring you into a road where where he has his hands on your financial situation. The world doesn't have their hands on your financial situation. Uh, that reminds me of a, of a story. I think it was um, a, a town near where Pastor Melody grew up, where they had, um, uh, it was during 2008, the big recession, and they had a, a couple plants there, uh, plants like, like manufacturing plants. And you know, that recession hit hard certain areas in 2008 and with manufacturing. 
Well, they post a big sign right at the entrance of the town that says, we are not participating in this recession. And, and <clears throat> they put their faith on something greater than what the world was providing at that time, which was instability, uh, economic decrease. And, and this little town rose up. They, they did not see any dip in their, in their whole community because they they grabbed hold of a word they stood on it and they declared it by faith that we're not going to participate and and they saw increase because of that and so uh when you when you have that have that word and you have an unction on that you stick to it god is able to come in and and give give you things and do things that the that the world just you know it it's not even capable of doing um, <laughs> oh, this was this was good he was talking about um, how he went through a challenging time and how he had he had set himself to memorize uh, Philippians 419 that my God will supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory he memorized that he said it over and over and over and over and and it just wasn't working for him. And then all of a sudden, he got to a point where he said, I remember saying out loud, God, I wish I could believe that. And so, although he memorized it in his head, he had it up here, he didn't have it in his heart. And, and then he, he goes on to say, the difference between victory and defeat in the Christian walk is 18 inches. The 18-inch trip from your head to your heart. When you, you can know things all of your life. You can know, uh, know things and understand things in such a way. But until it gets into your heart and you, and you believe it and you speak it with faith, then it comes a reality. And then you're able to to walk in the victory of that. <clears throat> so he was, he was talking about actually being in sales at that time and I'm in sales. And so I, I could, I could relate quite a bit with, with some of the stories that he was telling, although he was in real estate, which is a hundred percent commission. Uh, that's not me, but, but man, God bless him. He, he had some awesome stories, uh, from, from living in that life of like, man, the word needs to work for me and and he got it to work in his life when he grabbed hold and mixed faith with that so if the if the right words aren't coming out <clears throat> out of your mouth we need to put more more words into our heart so uh i i had a, a teaching quite a while back a long time ago where um where i, I saw the life of faith as a sponge so so when you get so filled up with the Word of God <clears throat> everywhere you go anything you bump into or anything that comes what's gonna come out the Word of God so just like a sponge when it's so full of water everything it touches or bumps it, it leaves a residue of of you know whatever it's filled with in that case it's water um, you know it's full it's because it's it's evident and so when we fill our heart with the word of God, it comes out of our mouth. 
you know, when, a, when something hard comes, an extra bill that we weren't expecting comes, immediately you rise up, my God will supply all of my needs according to His riches, not my own riches, not out of what I can do, but what He can do, what He's able to do, and what He's called me to do. And as we walk in that and, and follow that plan, He's able to bless it. <clears throat> um, so going on, let's see. <clears throat> so he, he talks about once, once we've been taught, then there's, there's a foundation for leading. So once we know the Word of God on it, once we have good teaching, solid teaching, <clears throat> then we can be led. And that's, that's when the leading comes in because, because it's kind of like the faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. But faith always has corresponding action. So we have to mix action, mix, mix doing with our faith in order for it to be active. And, and so we, can, we could just go to meetings all the time, hear the Word of God, study our Bible all the time. But unless we're acting on that, unless we, we put uh, forward motion to that, um, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not, it's not necessarily going to do anything. So we could fill up on the Word of God and just get head knowledge. Um, but we have, to, we have to put that Word into action. So whether it's praying, whether it's uh, teaching the Word, preaching the Word, whether it's going out and doing mission trips, evangelizing, there has to be corresponding action to our faith. And so he gives an example of how, and this was, this was the story that I, was, I alluded to earlier, earlier, but how he was in a meeting and it just burned inside him. I want to give, I want to give to this. And it was starting up, I think a boys club or something like that, or um, a crusade. And he's, he said, if, and the, the speaker got up and said, hey, if, if 12 people can give $1,000, we'll have this done and taken care of, and we can go, go start this work. And immediately, him and his wife looked at each other and said, we want to do that. And so they got together. They, they didn't have the money, but they knew they couldn't get away from it. They said, they said we have to do this. And they're like, I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know because we don't have the money. We have $100 in our bank account. I don't know how this is going to happen. But they went up, talked to, this, talked to the, the leader at the time, and said, hey, we don't have this, but we want to sow into this ministry. I have $100. Here's, here's $100. And he said, he said um, God will bring it in. So the, the, the minister who, who was ministering on this and, and asked for, for pledges said, said, God will bring it in. And, and Brother Mark said, I, he, he'll have to because I, it won't come any other way. And the, the preacher said, in, it will in Jesus' name. So they gave the $100. And, um, and he said he was just like, his, his body felt numb because of that leading to give. And long story short, that $900 came in. He, he, he gave what he had pledged to give. And he saw God do that time and time again 
where he was led to give into the, into a ministry, led to give a certain amount, and it it was provided for. Um, and I'm sure you all have testimonies like that. I know Leah and I have testimonies like that where, man, we don't know how how this is going to happen. We don't know where this is coming from, but but we just we can't get away from it. And the Spirit of God is leading, and and you know that it's that it's Him. Um, so a, a big a big thing that that we've seen in our lives too is money through uh, the the section that that he entitles money through you money to you so um pastor mark has has a hilarious saying and i crack up every time i hear it but he said he said if you get addicted to giving god's going to support your habit so when you get addicted to to being a blessing to others or or sowing seed, or or you know helping helping people out, God's going to support that because He knows He can trust you with with anything that comes before you. So He knows that if you can if if you're faithful with little things, if He prompts you to give, hey, this person needs twenty dollars to fill their gas tank, and and you have you have more than enough, and hey, you know just be a blessing. God knows that He can use people like that. And so when he knows that he can use you, he's going to he's going to make sure that there's a supply coming in for you to to give that supply out. So when you can be a channel and an avenue for for the blessing of God to flow, he's going to give you opportunities. He's going to open the door and you're going to see that time and time again. So the Bible says when you're faithful in little things, you'll be faithful with big things. And and with finances, it, it kind of seems to start out that way. And, and uh, re- that reminds me of George Mueller. He started an orphanage in, uh, in Africa many, many years ago. And he used to believe God for a dollar a day. Just like, you know, what, what faith he had to exercise to believe God for just a dollar was outstanding. But, but he put his faith on it. <clears throat> where God's going to provide. He's going to provide this dollar every single day. But then as he went on in ministry, as he started more orphanages, he got to the point where he was believing God for for millions of dollars every week to to be uh, to supply for these orphanages because he had so many kids that he was taking care of. But he said, he said he got to the point where it took just as much faith to believe God for that million dollars as it did for that single dollar. So we know like it's you you can't always just go out and believe God for a million dollars for for you know this project right now at this time but he's going to take you and 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 lead you into steps where you can be faithful in little things and get to that point where you can grow in that um one the this this section um um, page 223 really blessed me because it said uh, he, he gives biblical examples uh, from here on out on, on like different people in the Bible that God moved on and, and led to do different things with, with prosperity. And, and it really blessed me because um, that first one is about Isaac. 
And it talks about how when in, uh, in Genesis 26, the Lord told Isaac in a time of famine to stay where he was and sow in that land of famine. So the, so the ground was dry. It was, you know, there was no, no rain coming. But the Lord told him to do something that didn't make sense to his head. He said, you sow in this land of famine. You don't go to Egypt. You don't, you don't run away from this problem. You don't go to where you know you can be blessed. But you stay here and you sow and, and you, you watch my hand of provision. You watch me come through with the covenant that I've made. And he did it. So, so it said, uh, Isaac sowed in the time of famine and reaped a hundredfold. <clears throat> so, so he sowed when it wasn't easy. He sowed in a place that, that was hard and challenging. But it was the Spirit of God that led him to do it. And there was a blessing there. Now we see other stories where, where God led them to move from different places during that time of famine. So he's not always going to say the same thing over and over. Um, <clears throat> they always joked about it when we were going to Bible school, um, how the Spirit of God led this, this young man to, uh, to give a, his car away. And... Um, and, you know, he saw somebody in need and he's like, he's like, I want to be a blessing. I'm going to give my car to this person. And shortly after he did it, somebody blessed him with a brand new car. And he had a better car than the one that he had before. And, and, and God, God blessed him in that because he was led to, led to sew that car. So another Ramah student saw that. He's like, man, I want a better car. And so he gave his car away. Well, he ended up riding his bike to school the rest of the year because, because God didn't lead him to do that. He, he, he thought it was a formula. He thought, oh, if I do this, God will do this. Well, that's not, he did that apart from the leading of God. Um, so, so God's not going to always do the same thing every time, but he will, he will lead you and you'll know his voice. Um, and this, this was an awesome one too. He said, he said uh, Joseph was led to save. So he, God brought him to the land of Egypt. And in that time of famine, he saved. He stored away. He took and he, he put away uh, finances. He put away the prosperity of the nation for seven years. And he, he tucked that away so that he could be a blessing in that in the, the later years of the famine and and be able to to really help that whole region of the world survive during that that time of famine so there's times when when god will will uh will tell you to to buckle down put more away in savings to do this to do that and and when he leads you to do that there's a reason you know he i've even heard testimonies of how God led people in the stock market where, where he led them to invest and um, invest in a certain time or, or whatever in, in the stock market increase. He also led people to, to pull out of the stock market just before it crashed at different times. So when you, can, when you know that he's leading you, there's going to be a blessing in that. Um, so I don't, I'm not going to make it through the rest of this, um, but... 
but I just continue, I challenge you to, to, to dig in, uh, dig in in the word, get God's word on, on what he is saying to you about prosperity. Um, you know, pastor, pastor loves teaching on this. And again, he does a phenomenal job in, in teaching about tithes and offerings. Um, and actually it, it made me think how, like with Joseph, and when he stored that food away, the Bible says that he's going to bless our storehouses. Well, if we don't have the storehouse, how, how can he bless it? So there's got to be something there for him to bless if, uh, if he's going to bless that storehouse. So, so, you know, check, check in your heart. What, what's God leading you to do? Um, and so tonight as I close, I just wanted to, wanted to challenge you, like get in the word, find a firm foundation where you can mix faith with the word and then act on that word. And tonight, if you want to sow a seed in Anchor Church, you can do that. Um, the information will, will be up on your, on the screen there, but you can text, uh, text the amount you want to give to 84321. Um, you can also mail your gift in or, uh, or set up electronic giving. All the links are there. Um, but if you want to sow a seed in the Word of God, it's a blessing. This is good ground to sow into. Um, and, and your seed will be blessed. But, but do it in faith. You know, mix faith with it. The Bible talks about tithes and how we give our 10% to the kingdom of God. Uh, but he also talks about offerings and offerings that are over and above that tithe. So, so be led and then grab the word of God and mix faith with, with what he's leading you to do. And then so believe in God and he's going to increase you. He's going to bless you, um, not just financially, but in every area of your life, because that's what his word says. He wants to bless you. He wants to prosper you so you're in good health in every area. Now, if you're, if you're watching and you've never uh, made a decision to follow Jesus, if you've never had an opportunity to say, say, yeah, I, God's word makes sense to me, or I want to know more about this. Man, God loves you so much. You know, how could you, how could you not think about the love of God and how he, how he, focuses on every area of your life where he wants you blessed in every area and your mental in the mental realm and your thinking your your uh your emotional health he wants you healthy and healed in your physical health and he wants to bless you so we serve a good god a god who loves you and and wants the best for you so if that's you and you want to follow jesus just respond, and, and I, want, I want you to pray with me right now. Say, oh God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I thank you that you gave Jesus, you sent Jesus for me. That you loved me so much that you didn't want to leave me where I was. But you have a better plan for my life. I take Jesus as the Lord of my life. And I want to live for Him every day. God, I thank You for, for all that You've done for me. All that You're going to do. In Jesus' name, Amen.
Amen. Well, you have a new life. The Bible says when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you're, you're a new creation in Christ Jesus. The old things have passed away. Everything has become new. Uh, God's been showing me a picture of, of who He is and what He's done on the cross, but that old you, the, the, the way you used to be, is put on the cross with Jesus. So if there's sickness in your body, that sickness was put on the cross, it was left there, and you can walk in divine health and healing because that's part of redemption. If you need healing in your body, you know we'll, we agree with you and believe with you. So speak the word over your body. You can email us, info at anchordc.org. Um, any prayer requests that you have, we'll love to pray with you, pray for you. And this week we're meeting at Lake Akatink Park again outside in Springfield. So uh, come, it'd be a blessing to, to join together. Um, you know, we practice social distancing, so we, we have that, that space set aside. We have everything clean. Um, but come, come to the park this week, worship with us outside, and God bless you. Have a great rest.